Hi, my name is Alexis Francis, and this is my podcast, Rewind Reboot. So on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about old TV shows that have been rebooted or remade into new adaptations of themselves, kind of focusing on what makes them different or better from the original. So, for our first episode, I'm going to be talking about the kinda new Netflix show, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and fair warning, there will be lots of spoilers. So, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was released onto Netflix on October 26, 2018, very fitting for right around Halloween, which is coincidentally Sabrina's birthday. But The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is Netflix's kind of loose adaptation of the ones before it. Sabrina Spellman originated in the Archie comics as a side character, till she got her own animated series because the fans loved her so much. Then came along the spin-off, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which aired from 1996 to 2003, which I totally remember watching reruns of the show with my mom. And finally, here we are with The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I need my mom to now watch. (laughs) Now, I would say, due to kind of the popularity of Netflix and the widespread use of social media, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is gaining a lot of popularity and viewers fast. But I would also say this is due to the nature of the show itself. Netflix's take on Sabrina has kind of added modern aspects to it, which is why people like it so much, because it adds aspects like female empowerment, women's rights, and also adds non-binary and sexually fluid characters, along with, you know, witches. (laughs) These aspects have kind of strengthened its connection to society and gained it such a large following. Just to kind of give some background and insight on the show, I figured we could talk about its plot and characters. Kierna Shipka plays Sabrina Spellman, a young half-witch, half-mortal, who is raised by her two aunts, Hilda and Zelda Spellman. Aunt Hilda is played by Lucy Davis, and Aunt Zelda is played by Miranda Otto. So, Sabrina's first love, of course, Harvey Kinkle, is played by Ross Lynch, and I'm not gonna lie, was one of the main reasons why I wanted to watch the show. And, spoiler alert, I was devastated when they broke up absolutely devastated nonetheless they kind of broke up twice towards the end of part one dragging me by my heartstrings (laughs) but anyway as for the plot in the first few episodes of netflix's reboot we kind of see sabrina struggling with coming to terms giving up her mortality and fully committing herself to the church of the night you know worshiping satan and undergoing her dark baptism on her sweet 16. Wow, that's a lot, a little crazy, and very evil, which on the contrary, Sabrina is not, at least in part one. It's kind of hard to watch as we see Sabrina trying to get the best of both worlds, so she doesn't have to choose between the witch world of her family and the human world of her friends. In the second episode of part one, she creates a club at Baxter High, her human high school, to protect her friends before she has to transfer to the Academy of Unseen Arts for Warlocks and Witches. 
Her club, WICA, which stands for Women's Intersectional Cultural and Creative Association for Women Protecting Women, was made mostly to protect her friend Susie as she comes to terms with her gender identity because she was being bullied by a lot of the male jocks in her school. They actually lifted up their shirt to see if they were a boy or a girl under there. But throughout the show, we see um, Susie transition to Theo from female to male in part one and part two. We also see her other friend, Jazz, learn to accept the fact that she's going blind, spoiler alert, due to a curse on the woman in her family from a Spellman witch, and another spoiler, she gets it back thanks to Sabrina. We kind of see Sabrina go through all these events and turmoil almost, endangering herself, her family, and her friends, obviously. (laughs) And as it kind of comes to an end, she ends up messing up (laughs) big time she thought she could fix things as a witch but she ends up making things worse kind of costing her to lose one of the main things that connected her to the human world harvey kinkle (laughs) so kind of towards the end all that she ends up quote-unquote taking a sabbatical to deal with her breakup and recommit herself to worshiping satan Yeah, that's a lot. Doing a total 180 from the first few episodes. (laughs) But as Kirna Shipka says herself, she's a woke witch. She's a strong, independent woman and stands up for herself and does what she thinks is right. And I totally agree with that. Even if what Sabrina does isn't right, but she doesn't know that till it comes back and bites her in the butt. I kind of wanted to talk about the setting of the show a little bit. It's kind of hard to determine even after researching, but the show was actually released a few days before Halloween, kind of lining up in the show as well. Throughout the show, you also see cell phones, laptops, but then you see hundreds of year old monsters and girls in Victorian dresses. Yet, in the first episode, it kind of gave us a little clue that it could be set in modern times, which is why it could deal with these modern aspects. You actually see a timestamp that reads Tuesday, October 28th of this year, so the show could very well be set in 2018, and maybe the town they live in is kind of stuck in the past. But, anyway... I wanted to talk about how the show has kind of added to the short list of the magical feminism genre, joining other shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Charmed, and Bewitched. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has many topics that kind of connect it to modern society. First and foremost, the show is all about Sabrina and her life, her relationships, and her decisions. She isn't a side character anymore, and she's choosing her own path. And like I talked about earlier, her club Wicca, for Women Protecting Women, is promoting female empowerment in her school and kind of disrupting the patriarchy. Not only that, but this show is also super representative. What I mean by that is that not only is it being led by powerful and strong females, it also represents people who are questioning their gender and sexuality. So Sabrina's cousin, played by Chance Perdomo, Ambrose Spellman, is actually a pansexual and ethnic minority, and we haven't seen that on TV yet. 
he actually talked about it in an interview that it's freeing to be able to play a more accurate representation. Netflix is a global brand, so they kind of have to cater to a global audience, which means more accurate representation of people as they exist. That's not all white male hunks running around to save the princess. I think that this has actually allowed people to have someone to relate to and be able to relate to this character more. Not only does The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina kind of touch on sexuality, it also touches on gender representation, which is a big part in today's society. Lachlan Watson, a non-binary actor, plays the role of Susie slash Theo Putman, a non-binary character. We see the slow development of their identity throughout the show. The actor themselves actually helped the producers kind of take their time with the role, adding their own aspects of their coming out and just kind of getting it right. Many fans and viewers have actually reached out to Lachlan to kind of thank them for helping them see themselves on screen. And I, I think that's amazing. Lachlan said in an interview that just like Sabrina, there's the path of the night and the path of light. You don't always have to choose. You can kind of live somewhere in between. You can forge your own path and forge it beautifully. And I think Lachlan has been such an inspiration to many and Chance has been such an inspiration to many. The entire show has kind of been something we needed to show people that they aren't alone. They are represented. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is definitely one of my new favorite shows. <laughs> and it's definitely a show that I'm going to come back to watching again and again while waiting for the third part. <laughs> it's also a show that I recommend watching and I have already recommended all my friends and my mom to watch it just because it is so amazing and because of the representation in it. I cannot wait for part three to be released. I've been following the actors themselves just to see what's in store for the characters. I have so many ideas on what's going to happen, if the producers will kind of gravitate towards what happens in the comics or kind of branch out some more. But overall, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is definitely a well-rounded reboot. I would say that a lot of new fans are becoming addicted. And this reboot has also allowed a lot of people to be represented in a show that you wouldn't think to have. It's also one of the few shows to kind of touch on these subjects. Overall, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is a transformative reboot that I dare say has aspects that make it better than the originals. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, Rewind Reboot, as I talked about The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and its touch on society. So, thank you!